0: G'day trendsetters. I'm doing my best not to talk really, really quick here because I've had a few complaints. Welcome to episode 87 of Ask the Coach brought to you by Train Smooth. My name is Tim Egg and uh, if you guys have any training, racing or nutrition questions, feel free to shoot me through an email. Tim at TrainSmooth.com. So today's question comes from Charles. Now, Charles had a question to do with math on episode 65. This is an, a follow-up of where we kicked off from episode 65. So if you want to go back, ch- listen to that again and uh, jump in. So his question, now there's a fair bit to this question. So bear with me, and I hate reading long, long emails out loud. <laughs> um, so here we go. So it's been one month of training at math. And while the improvements is there, it's certainly not what I thought it would be. I kept the workouts consistent at six miles every other day. So for those of you from Australia, that's ten kilometers. Uh, the variability was the route. I live in an area that's some of that's somewhat hilly but nothing out of the ordinary. I tried a few different routes, plus uh, some on the treadmill workouts on days that it was cold and raining, otherwise impossible to training outdoors as it is winter in TX. Now, I'm guessing TX is Texas. And just a quick side note here, I didn't realize how cold it actually gets in Texas. I've got a few athletes that actually come from there. And one was complaining about the cold to me the other day, and I was getting, yeah, is it cold? My impression is it's bloody warm all year round. But anyway, um, I digress slightly there. Uh, um, also, on the first of the year, I switched my I switched to, to a whole thirty diet, which impacted the types of food I consume and fuel with. Nevertheless, I've attached the spreadsheet that outlined the process as each at each mile and compared to previous sessions and versus the original sessions. See so attached. I still plan to give it a few months, but what are you seeing? What should I change? So I've had a look at the spreadsheet. It's a pretty cool spreadsheet, actually. I've, I really, really liked how you, how, you form, how that's all formatted. Um, and, I, and he's also sent me a link to his Garmin. So I've ha- had a quick gander. Now, there's a couple of things that do stick out, but first up, Um, I'm not sure what Whole30 diet is. I'd I'd probably have to Google it. I'm guessing it's very much food our grandparents would eat. That's what I'm guessing, whole foods. Um, And also, what was the other thing? I can't think what it was now. Something stuck out at me. It will come to me as I'm going. This is great podcasting, I know. So for the people that don't know what math is math is basically it was created by Dr. Phil Mathotone and what it is is heart rate training so it's 180 minus your age and then you just give or take a little bit from there so and at, generally at first when you're doing math training you you may have to walk a fair bit and it's a very it's a very very slow process at first and then over time you may get greater gains it's generally a long term investment to so, but I'll get into that in a second. But you probably... To, I think I go into greater detail of what math training is and how you do it and changes you can make in past episodes. So jump through, jump through on the archives on that. But looking at this, um, I like how you're running every second day. Six miles is nice, um, but I'll get into that side of it in a second. You're right to be going to be aiming to do it for another few more months so I'd definitely aim for another two months um, because as I've mentioned before it is a long-term investment what you should hopefully see greater a little bit gains on the second month and then you should see more gains on the third month it, you're becoming aerobically fit and the, and it does take time The key with math training though this is where the volume side of comes in the key to good math... Well, there's a couple of good keys to math. Patience, because it is a long-term investment. And B, you've got to do as much as you can with what you can do it in. And so what I mean by that is all your all your runs are around the six miles. I'd be trying to look at doing one of those, if possible, if your available training hours allow you to do this, at least one, one a week, trying to increase the volume. So and only your body will be able to tell you this how far increasing the volume is so you get to 6 miles and you and you feel done for that particular run well then you, you're done you go home but if you go to 16 miles and you're still feeling good then increase it a little bit more um, You obviously wouldn't jump six, um, 10 more miles in the first run I'd be definitely slowly increasing it but just see what your body can do. Um, and you can also plan it using rolling hills. So generally what I like to do when I have athletes building volume up is I like to add walking into their run. So what you could do is plan your long run around rolling hills So, well, there's a very good chance I'm going to need to be walking a few of these hills to keep my heart rate within that math beat range. So you can run to X amount of time, hit that hill, you'll have to back the pace off to keep your heart rate in that zone. Hopefully, you can run it all nicely as you get fitter. But it, but while you're building it up, you may need to walk that. So you can add that in. If you need to walk and stop traffic lights, obviously you do that and you slowly build it back up again. But I'd be look definitely looking at trying to increase the volume on at least one... Per week, so and and the more you can run the, in volume and in in um, frequency as well, the greater gains you're going to see. The faster the gains you're going to see as your as your training blocks go continue. But each month, you're you're probably not going to see massive improvements. But by the end of the let's you've, you're carving out a four four month plan here. I would. Suspect you're going to be completely your pay math pace will be completely different by the end of the four months, and then from there you can chop and change it. Now, if you get to the end of the second month and your paces haven't changed, well, we've got to look at changing it. So maybe you—it's obviously not. There's no. There's, there's no further improvements happening. Um, so you've got to make some changes either. Run, run on field and start running moderate for, it or add speed sessions into it, or do a few few strides. There's, there's ways you can change it, but hopefully, I'm guessing you will see improvements by the end of the second training block. Now, if you get the you have plans to do four months of it, but if you get to month three and your progress stops by then, it's time to not continue doing that fourth month. You'd you'd need to change it because you you. They just become miles in the in the legs then, where you could probably put some more quality stuff into it. But at the moment, I think you're doing good. I like it. And it, I'd just be increasing one of your... Um, at least one of your runs. And... Yeah, that's how I'd do it. <laughs> um, but definitely keep... you Treadmill's all good. Um, rolling hills are all good. Um, whatever you can get into it, mate. More the merrier. Um, get... And I love how you've come back to us because this is really cool to follow how you're going. So I'd love to get another email from you in about a month's time with more information, more updates, and we can go from there. It's pretty cool. I like it. And till tomorrow, if you guys have any training, racing, or nutrition questions, feel free to shoot me through an email. Tim at trainsmove.com. Hooroo.